get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. To the 101 ESPN hotline with Jeremy Rutherford, Blues Insider for The Athletic. You can read his work there. You can also follow him on Twitter at JP Rutherford. JR, big news earlier today. Let's dive right into it. We appreciate the time as always. Tori Krug injured his foot while he was training for the 2023 season. He's going to be out until at least October 1st. What was your initial reaction to this? Yeah, initial reaction is that it's uh, early in the season. He's going to miss, uh, obviously, training camp. But uh, if, if he can stick close to that uh, reevaluation timetable, which is October 1st, as you mentioned, you know, it's a few weeks of camp, and pr- potentially he's back for the uh, regular season opener October 15th. So it's a situation the Blues have so much depth on defense. You guys have been talking about Scott Prinovich. That's the guy I think is going to get some ice time, some extra reps perhaps an increased role. Uh, just the fact that you're getting Scott Pernovich games after he's missed, missed so much time the past couple of years, including all of last season, is going to be beneficial to him. So big picture, you know, it's not, I don't think, a huge deal for the St. Louis Blues. But as you look forward with Tory Krug and him having uh, vetoed the trade this past summer, what does his future look like as a St. Louis Blue? I think that opens some more questions because uh, teams who may have had interest, and I'm not saying there were any teams who may have had interest, you know, this injury history is getting pretty long here. So, and I know it's speculation, JR, but you're talking to the king of the tinfoil theory here. But uh, the question that I've been asked since it's come up on Twitter is, does this have anything to do or tied into the trade request that the Blues asked of Tory Krug? Like, I guess, speculating if it's not really an injury. Yeah, no, everybody's going to jump to conclusions for sure. Uh, you know, we're, we're used to this when you deal with uh, controversy surrounding trade requests. We just went through two years of it with, uh, with Vladimir Tarasenko. To my knowledge, you know, nothing along those lines happening here. Uh, we saw last year Marco Scandella had an injury while training and, and missed a large portion of the season. These things happen. Uh, when you hear the name Tory Krug after he was in the headlines this summer with the trade, uh, veto to Philadelphia. You know, I think that's the natural question is, you know, how did this happen? Why did it happen? When did it happen? Uh, but to my knowledge, nothing connecting those dots at this point, Alex. JR, so what does this mean for Perunovic? You mentioned him as the guy that's going to get the biggest opportunity. Can can he win himself a job based on the way that he plays in camp while Krug is out? I think so. I really do. And, and listen, uh, I realize that two weeks into the season, Scott Perunovic could be back on the injury list. You know, let's say that he does get some games. Maybe he isn't the player that we thought he could be a couple of years ago. But I'm going to say this. I've been bullish on Scott Pernovich because in the games that we've seen him, BK, you can see the talent, particularly on the power play. And I know you can't just get in the lineup based on how you look on the power play. you got to play five on five. And, you know, that part of his game hasn't necessarily come yet. But it's because he needs some games. And, look, he was ready to come in at the end of last season. But the Blues made, I believe, a wise choice and said, you know, let's keep him in Springfield. Let's let him play. Let's get him some games. He did. He finished the season strong. He went over the world championships and played. And he's really looking forward to this camp. And, and as you guys mentioned earlier, you don't want to see an injury to a teammate. But I think this opens it up 
The Blues were already going to give Scott Prinovich a chance. Now he's going to get a bigger chance to show what he could do and perhaps grab one of these top six spots. If he does, Jr. and Perunovich looks like the guy that every Blues fan has been excited about since he was drafted second round, what does that mean for Tory Krug and Nick Letty? Because the question that's always asked is, is there a spot in the top six for three smaller stature, offensive-minded defensemen in Letty, Krug, and Perunovich? Yeah, if Perunovich steps in and does a great job, uh, I think that it's going to create some questions. What do the Blues do here? Because, you know, the biggest thing is you'd like to move somebody, but how do you do that with these contract situations? We saw it with Tory Krug. You know, not only do they have some term on these contracts, Tory Krug four years, Nick Letty three years left on his deal, uh, but in the case of these guys, you got no trade clauses too, and that came into play this offseason uh, with Krug. So, you know, if Perinovich is hot and he's the player you thought he was going to be, obviously you're the Blues, you don't want to move him, but how do you trade one of those other guys? And I realize that you're going to have a guy coming off the books like a Marco Scandella. You had a guy, you know, maybe a Callie Rosen gets a little more role now here in training camp with, with Tory Krug out. Uh, but if you get to that point, and we don't want to get ahead of ourselves with Perinovich, the Blues are going to have to figure out a way to move one of those defensemen like we've been saying for the past year or two. Jeremy Rutherford is our guest for just another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN. You can find his work over at The Athletic where he wrote a quick piece on the news of the day that Tory Krug going to be out for at least the next few weeks. Uh, JR, on another spot on the Blues roster, a new addition is Kevin Hayes. In the first 53 games last year, he had 17 goals and 30 assists. If the Blues get that version of Kevin Hayes, where he had 47 points in the first 53 games of last season, fill in this blank, then blank for the Blues. Well, I think that uh, you can put him in that potential playoff conversation, and that's not saying contender. We all know that the defense, the goaltending, everything else has to come together. But I think that's going to give you a lot of depth up the middle when you talk about Robert Thomas. You know, he could be a 60-assist guy. You look at uh, Braden Shen, who I think they're going to continue to play in the middle. We'll see here uh, shortly when camp gets started next week. But if you have Kevin Hayes in the middle, then maybe you have Oscar Sundquist, the fourth-line center. You know, that's some pretty good depth up the middle. And by the way, um, name drop here, I, I visited with Matthew Kachuk the other day for a piece I'm writing for The Athletic soon, and we did have a chance to talk uh, about Kevin Hayes, who he's related to. Uh, some people know that, and Matthew Kachuk thinks it's a real good fit for uh, Kevin Hayes here in St. Louis thinks he's going to have a good year. So the numbers that you rattled off, that start he had in Philadelphia before things went sour last year, the Blues would love that. And they're getting them, as we know, at that 50% discount rate. This is what Doug Armstrong kind of envisioned during the retool, that he's going to bring in a couple guys who have that type of potential at half the cost. Kevin Hayes is one of those guys and the Blues would love that production. Jerry, when it comes to talking about the defense turning around, everybody, of course, points to the defensemen because they're such a big piece of this. But when you look at the forward side, that has changed from what it looked like last year. Do you see the defense improving from the forwards this season? Yeah, and that's one of those deals where you have to wait and, and, and see how it all shakes out. I mean, we can guess what the lines are, uh, and we know that some of these players, uh, what they've brought in the past, like a Sunquist was here, like a McKenzie Keckerin, if McKechnie, if he were to find himself in that lineup. So we know what those guys bring. But what I want to see, and this is my number one question coming into camp, like we can follow all the storylines we want to do. Uh, how, how is Jake Neighbors going to look? How is Bennington going to look? How is Holfer going to step up? How many games is he going to play? But what I want to see is, is this a team? Are these guys willing to dig a puck out of the defensive zone and get it out, block a shot, 
you know, rather than scoring a goal. I mean, that's what this team needs right now. And you're not going to see that in week one or two at camp or three exhibition games. You might not even see it a month into the season, whether they're going to be able to stay committed for the entire year. But, but tying in your question, Alex, you know, forwards getting back and playing defense, that's what, what being a team is. And we didn't see that last year. And yeah, a lot of criticism was directed at the defenseman and rightly so you can sit there and zero in on these guys and they did not play well. But as Craig Bruby has mentioned a number of times, the forwards did not help. And I think that going back to my number one big question of training camp in the early part of the season, what do these guys want to do for each other? They want to stick up for each other, play hockey, play hockey the right way. Let's see what it looks like. JR will certainly be watching and monitoring as training camp begins and as we get into, of course, the start of the preseason. We'll read all of your great work over at The Athletic. We'll be following you on Twitter at JP Rutherford. We'll talk to you again next week, man. Thanks so much for the time. All right, boys. Sounds good.